Hello, and welcome to the Four Colored Nerds Cut the Cord podcast, episode four. I'm Carrie, and I'm joined by some other streaming media nerds. Tim. Hello. Brian. Hello. And Hannah. Hi. Together we take on television for those who have cast off the tyranny of their local cable provider. Each week we gather here to find a great show to watch from the often overwhelming variety of shows to choose from. We review selection, then we pick a new show and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week's show is Shadowhunters Season 1. The opening theme is This is the Hunt by Ruel. Let's take a listen. on The Mortal Instruments by Cassandra Clare. Developed by Ed Dechter, starring Catherine McNamara as Clary Frey, Dominic Sherwood as Jace Wayland, Alberto Rosalind as Simon Lewis, Matthew Dadero as Alec Lightwood, Isaiah Mustafa as Lucian Graymark, Harry Shum Jr. as Magnus Bain. Produced by Freeform, we watched on Hulu. So what did everybody think? Oh. <laughs> I had an interesting experience so I started watching it, and I was like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. And then after a couple episodes, though, when I would get interrupted, I would be like, oh, I'm trying to watch this. So as terrible as it kind of was, I did get interested in it. Yeah. These people, we talked about how pretty these people are, and I was looking them up, and they're all models. Oh. So it's like models trying to act. Oh, that really? explains a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The show had an interesting world. I found the world to be way more interesting than the dialogue, for example, mm-hmm. which is in general not good or compelling. Yeah, the dialogue was very awful. There were actually two episodes that I liked that I thought were pretty decent, where they went to the alternate dimension. Yes. The ultimate dimension one, that was actually one that I didn't like. That It just kind of threw a wild, fast curveball. It just took everything from 60 to zero and changed the entire path of the story. It did turn out to be good. It just kind of threw me for a loop when it started. You know, I, I like structurally how they did that episode and that they had callback from the old world to the new world. Because she was yeah. looking for the differences, right? So I thought they did a good job with that. Yeah, and it just so happened the entire circle of friends, the entire circle of people that were involved in their world mm-hmm. are also still closely tied together in the alternate reality, which I guess is necessary for the story. But right, it's obviously ridiculous. Because in the other world, they weren't associated until like two weeks ago. So why are they associated in the new world? And then I also thought that Mm -hmm. the wedding episode was pretty good. Yes. I find it really compelling and and I did get sucked in. Like, I want to see what happens. But at the same time, I just kind of cringed through a lot of the dialogue. Like, most of the dialogue. Like, I like the characters. I like the concept. Obviously, everybody is freaking gorgeous. I think maybe you're not their target demographic. I felt that way a couple times. A few times. I felt like if I was a 14-year-old girl, I would have loved this. Swooning. You would be swooning, absolutely. I did like Harry Shum Jr. as Magnus Bane. I enjoyed that character quite a bit. Yes. Oh, man. Magnus Bane is probably one of my favorites. Isaiah Mustafa. Bless him. He's gorgeous. <laughs> I enjoyed having the Old Spice Man <laughs> as a werewolf. That was pretty fun. <laughs> Catherine McNamara, yes. who played Clary Frey slash 
Clary Fairchild. Her wig was so distracting. It was just obviously not a good wig. Her wig? Her hair. Yeah, her hair. To me, I was just like, that's a wig. That's a wig. That's a wig. (laughs) I think that's her. I'm looking at pictures of her, and it looks like that's her hair. Oh, her poor... I'm sorry, Catherine. (laughs) It really looks like that's her actual hair. Oh, my lord. Fortunate in that case because wow. At one point she pulls her hair back and then they do like a quick cut back and then suddenly it's all styled, which I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure not all of that is her. Like she's got extensions oh, or sure. something okay. in there. Gotcha. They can do some Hollywood magic with the hair. But speaking of which the spectral effects were actually pretty good. All of the effects like, were actually good. Yeah. For like a you know I was not in love with the swords. I liked the swords. They were so I actually enjoyed it. And I watched it with my youngest daughter, and I know it was a little above her, but she's pretty brave, and she was fine watching the whole thing, no nightmares, no issues, no problems. But I did find I was distracted in almost every episode with the unbelievably strong urge to punch Simon in the face, like over and over again. I just wanted to strangle him so badly. Oh, my God. I felt that way about Xander, really, while I was watching Buffy. Buffy, yeah, okay. Similar, but he takes it to the extreme. He's just like, oh, everything is such a problem. Alec, at one point, turned his back on his parents because he was trying to bring back their family name. There was a lot of that in there, and I actually did like that. I appreciated the idea behind that, especially given what they do and the way that they laid out the Shadowhunters and then the families that were involved. You have to compare it to Buffy, I think. I actually went back and watched a couple yeah. of Buffy's just to kind of remind myself <laughs> how that was while watching this. Yeah, I think it's comparable to Buffy. I honestly think it's a little bit more cheesy than Lost Girl. The world portrayed is probably, in a lot of ways, better than Buffy. Mm-hmm. But convos, yeah, the dialogue definitely not up to par as far as that comparison goes. I enjoyed the ideas and the concepts behind everything in the story. I really did not. makes me want to read the book. I feel like the dialogue probably reads better than it is on show, on the screen. Like, it kind of suffers from that Dune, the movie adaptation. I was curious at everyone's favorite character. Obviously, I've already mentioned it, but I'll lay it out there again since we're all talking at the same time. Mine was Magnus Bane. He wasn't even that involved. He was one of the lesser characters, but I think the actor did a great job, and the character itself was just fascinating. I really enjoyed it. I had a hard time finding characters I actually liked. Like, I thought the plot was interesting, but as for ones I actually liked, I'm probably going to have to go with Magnus Bane also. I liked Alec. I think he had an interesting arc, but, I mean, obviously... Magnus is probably my favorite, but just to to bring up somebody different, Parabatai thing was kind of... See, I'm kind of between Simon and Mangus. Simon, because he did that really good depiction from the book of being that hypochondriac, that over-worrying, <laughs> overextended type personality. But Mangus, I just, I loved him in the book, and I loved him in the show, so, eh, 50-50, Simon, Mangus. So it seems like Magnus Bane is kind of a clear favorite here, I guess, if we had to pick. Yeah. Sounds like it, definitely. I would watch his show. Yeah, I would watch a spinoff of Magnus Bane, absolutely. (laughs) So let's do our ratings, starting with you, Gary. I give it a 5 out of 5. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I think I (laughs) would give it 2.5 Downworlders. I did enjoy a lot of it, and I did think that there were some really fascinating plot lines as well as concepts to the story that kept me watching, but there was a lot that bothered me, so I'm going to give it three and a half overreacting Simons. I spent a lot of time hate-watching it, so I'm going to give it 
two magical burn tattoos out of five. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Every week, we each bring a show to consider watching. We each vote for a show and we cannot vote for our own show. The show with the most votes is our next show to watch and review. I'll go first and I am based upon uh, one of my very close friends' consideration and review. I'm going to bring up someone else's pick from last week and go with Santa Clarita Diet. I've heard it's fantastic. HBO Now is a streaming service that we have. I'm going to recommend Girls, which just had its season premiere. I love that show. I really do. Hmm. We would go back and watch season one of Girls, which is a pretty amazing show. Okay, you know what? I'll nominate Frontier. The Jason Momoa Canadian fur trapping hot dude. Because Canadians do not get enough props for their general badassery. They have to deal with a lot of crazy elements and their history is full of all kinds of feats of survival and strength. So, Frontier. Why not? Edgar Rice Burroughs' Tarzan and Jane. It has a nice stylization and Tarzan and Jane. What's not to love? And that's an animated kids show. I will tell you that one of my favorite shows still running right now, probably top five for sure, is Girls. And I would love to hear the three of you discuss it with me. So my vote would be for Girls. All right. I think I'm going to vote for Santa Clarita Diet. And looking over at Gary, she's giving me the enthusiastic nod and thumbs up. So that is two votes for Santa Clarita Diet. I'm going to vote for Santa Clarita Diet. As unanimous as it can be. So that was Shadowhunters Season 1. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other podcasts, Four Color Nerds Comic Book Reviews, and Broke Gaming at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You can also find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. And on Podcast Addict. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep streaming, nerds.